a lot of time with our seniors, and it's been great. We have an awesome family that loves and surrounds them, and today, as we mentioned, it's Senior Sunday. Uh, I'm super excited to get to honor these guys, Um, but before we get started, I have two people that I want you to meet. So that was Julie Beth Craig and Andrew Walling. They're our new summer interns uh, for this year. And I told them, hey, just send me a video, a little bit of information, be creative. It's all good. And, and that's what I got. So <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, for those of you who were able to go to family retreat with us during Easter, you probably already met or saw Julie. And as you heard, Andrew was actually able to spend his uh, summer or this semester in Italy. So that's going to be really cool. I think he's going to have a, uh, some really cool stories. Um, I'm super excited for them. The opportunities that they'll get to have this summer uh, with the kids, with the church, it's going to be really awesome. Uh, Julie is actually staying with the Kennedys, George, Anna, Emily, and Katie, and so I'm excited for that, and it's going to be really cool. And then Andrew's staying with Dan and Loan Baker. So please encourage those families as they host uh, the interns for the summer. We haven't done that, I don't think, in, in two years as the last two summers the interns lived in San Angelo, but I'm super excited uh, for that and all that they will get to do. Also, feel free to invite them out for lunch or dinner. I loved it when families invited me out or had me over just to get to know families, get to build relationships over over lunch or over dinner. That's really cool. So as you know, today is Senior Sunday, and every single one of us gets the opportunity to celebrate uh, with our graduates and their families. And so thank you for being here, and I want to extend my congratulations uh, to our seniors. So... Growing up, this is just a cool little little thought I had. Growing up, I always heard junior year is the hardest. Junior year, you have the hardest classes. You already got to start thinking about after high school plans, whether that's college, whether that's finding a job, and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's fair. Junior year, junior year is pretty difficult. But if you ask me, or I'm sure if you asked one of these guys, senior year's no walk in the park either. They still have classes. They still have to worry about and finish up after high school stuff, finding a college, finding a job, all that kind of stuff. But they also have all of these emotions around them about their last. They have their last first day of school. They have their, their last band concert, their last first game, their last last game, and so many more. But on top of that, they're realizing the reality of their, their upcoming future, whether that is going off to college or staying around here, finding a job, and it's, it's becoming real, and it's, it's crazy. But on top of that, there's this thing called senioritis, and, if, if, and it's a real thing. It starts, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it starts around August 22nd, <laughs> um, but then it, it really gets going uh, the second week of July, and then after spring break, they're basically useless, but, but that's okay. Um, they still had work to get done, and they still did it, and, and that's really awesome. So I'm really excited. Um, the, each one of these students worked their tails off in, in school, in extracurricular activities, and they did it. They did it. So today I will be charging you guys um, as you go off uh, in this next stage, but I know everyone else here will, will be able to take something away from this and actually learn a thing or two from our seniors. Before I acknowledge our seniors, I want to look at a passage in James. I'm going to start in James chapter 1, verse 19. And James writes, 
my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. So that's, that's a good place to start. He's telling us what to do. So take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent. And humbly accept the word that is planted in you, which can save you. Here, James is saying, when you go off, you're, you're probably going to fail. We all fail. Uh, you're probably going to lose, lose an argument. Here, and we all lose. You'll be offended. You'll probably feel neglected or, or something like that at some point. But you are good enough for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He died for you. He died, he died for all of us. There's this evil that kind of surrounds and, and comes at us at different points in our life, but it cannot compare to the love, to the grace, to the compassion, to the sacrifice that our Lord paid on the, Christ, on the, on the cross. He offers us this truth in the Word, and we know it. He says, humbly accept the Word, which can save you. We have the Word. You have the Word. You have the Holy Spirit. And you can change the world. And that's really cool. And once we realize that, and we know the power of that, and we accept God for all of that He is, we can do amazing things. The next thing is, is in my opinion, teacher gold, is how I'd like to put it. He says, do not merely listen to the Word, and so deceive yourselves, but do what it says. He says, all this stuff that's going on, it's all good, but do something. It's, it's almost pointless if you don't do anything. He says, he says that, and so it's awesome because it's like, man, there's, just so, there's all this good stuff going on, but it's nothing unless we do something. Um, so I think, I think we, we as a church, we as seniors, we as, we as people, this definitely applies to myself as well. We often look at passages and we think, what does that mean? Or how can I apply it to my life? Or this or that person's not doing it right. When in all reality, we need to do something. We need to love people. We need to take care of people. We need to live a life worth sharing with people. We need to know what the Word says, and that's true. That's totally true. But more importantly, we need to live what the Word says. This last part is my favorite, and he's, he's not finishing the chapter or anything, but um, he kind of says, anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. That's weird sometimes. You know, for, for girls, you probably looked at a mirror this morning. For guys, it's probably been about a week or so. But you look in mirrors regularly. <laughs> and maybe some questions we need to ask ourselves are, when is the last time I looked in a mirror? And I'm not talking about a real mirror. I'm talking about some sort of spiritual inner mirror that can then really tell us what we look like. And ask yourself, what is it that I look like? Who is that man in the mirror? And it's cool because you don't have to think about it too hard. I can tell you what you see. I can tell you what you look like. When you look in a mirror, this spiritual inner mirror, whether you see it or not, God is in the reflection. God is that man in the mirror. We read, um, Jace read earlier, in Genesis, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. When you look in a mirror, you should see God. When you turn towards the world, 
you are still in the image of God. And just like James says, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself immediately forgets what he looks like. So after you turn away from this, this mirror and you forget what you look like, how can you be God to the world? See, when you listen, when you listen to the word, you see God in yourself. But when you live in the word, others can see God in you. Never forget who you are. You are the image of God. You were made in the likeness of Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit, and you are going to do great things in this world. This world. I hope you remember these, wor- these words as you go off to college or as you go into work. I hope that you can, you can be this light of God in this crazy world. And just as uh, James says, don't just listen to the words, but allow the words to transform you and, and live in the word. So that's what I had today. Um, we're going to now recognize the seniors. So we'll have the huddle leaders. I think we have three, uh, we have four of them. We have the, the Hamels, and we have the Vignuses, or the, the Vigni, I don't know the plural. Um, Alan Pribble is also one of their huddle leaders. Uh, he's not able to be here today, but we'll have them. They've actually been with, with most of these guys since sixth grade, so I'm sure they're, they, they, I know they love them, and I know that they, they've had some cherished memories together. But they'll hand out their Bibles, and then we'll snap a picture, and Doug and Jerrica are down there to welcome them um, as well. So the way this will work, I'll invite you guys one at a time. Uh, come up here. I'll say a, a word or two, hopefully not embarrass you or anything, and then we'll come down, uh, grab your Bible, snap a picture, and then sit down on this side. And, and as this, this transition goes, they're symbolically crossing the aisle, this aisle right here that's it's a lot bigger than it seems because, you know, they're going from this group that they've been with for up to seven nine-ish years or whatever, and they're, they're crossing over into the college-age group, uh, which, is, which is really powerful, even though we get to have them uh, for their last summer. So, uh, up first we have Janessa Aguirre. Her mother, yeah, there we go, there we go. I lied. I'm going to embarrass him. Anyway, uh, her mother is Crystal Aguirre, and they recently moved from Lenora. I've never heard of it, but it's a little town just outside of Big Spring, and I think you went to Tarzan Church of Christ? That's really cool. So, in high school, she advanced to regionals in one-act play twice, and then for FFA, she was grand champion in rabbit showing. Uh, Janessa was actually homeschooled and got to graduate early in December, which is really cool, and she actually just finished her first semester at Howard College, and after that, after doing her basics, she plans on going to ASU and study in veterinary work. Uh, she's really excited to get to work with animals in her future, uh, and, I, and I pray that, that God will be with you and do great things with you. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Next is Mason Bryan. His parents are Scott and Christy Bryan. Mason is our only graduate from Miles High School this year, uh, which is cool. He gets to represent. Uh, He's a hard worker on and off the ball field. He was first team academic all four years of high school. 
He was newcomer of the year, his freshman year in football. He got fourth in regionals at triple jump, and he had many, many other accomplishments in football, baseball, basketball, and track. So he's all around, he's everywhere, he's, he's really great. Uh, after high school, Mason plans on pursuing a career in the oil industry, and he's excited to see where that takes him. May God bless you in your journey, Mason. Congratulations. Third, we have Maddie Garnett. Her parents, her parents are Derek and man, I'm so sorry. I knew I, I tried this so hard. I know your name. I have a my sister's uh, mother-in-law is uh, Melaine, and so I was like, I need to say Melanie. I need to say Melanie. I need to say Melanie, and then I slipped. I'm so sorry. Um, but anyway. She's graduating from Central High School. Maddie is a cheerleader, and their team was state champion for Fight Song, and they were actually the national champions uh, for cheerleading this year, which is really cool. Her plans are to attend uh, Stephen F. Austin in the fall, where she will major in history to become a teacher. Uh, she looks forward to the places that will take her, uh, and I'm excited to, to, to see and hear about that. May God bless you. Congratulations. Fourth, Josiah Justin Hargett. I only use middle names when I got middle names, so he was, he's, he's the Justin, I guess. So Aaron and Tammy Hargett are his parents. He, too, is graduating from Central High School. His major accomplishments include, uh, and only include, because apparently, anyway, uh, he survived varsity swim all four years of high school. They actually made it to state twice. They technically got disqualified the first time, but he didn't want me to mention that, so I'm sorry. Uh, he's ranked 50th out of 740 in his graduating class, placing him in the top 10%. Uh, but since I'm, I'm the math guy, I had to do a little more precise. He's actually in the top 6.76%. So... <laughs> Josiah plans to attend Texas A&M College Station uh, yeah, uh, to major in engineering. He's excited about the mystery of who God will put in his life. Uh, God be with you, Josiah. Congratulations. David Dean Hensley is next. His parents are Gary and Lily Hensley. He also went to Central High School and graduated in the top 7%. He's a member of the National Honor Society, and he was Tennis Varsity District MVP. David is planning to attend Texas A&M to major in biological and agricultural engineering. He looks forward to having the chance to build his own path. May God bless you, David. Congratulations. Katie Victoria Kennedy, come on up here. Her parents are Georgiana and Corby Kennedy. She is graduating from Wall High School. Some of her major accomplishments include Texas State solo and ensemble for three years. She was stage manager for one act play for two years. Outstanding crew member at district, and her team was best crew at by district and one act play this year. She plans to attend A&M, <laughs> majoring in social work, 
uh, and she's proud to have made it into the honors program there. She's excited to follow her father's footsteps and be in a profession that primarily serves others. God loves you and is always with you, Katie. I think seventh, we have Landry Patrick Stone. Son to Derek and Patty Stone, he attended Central High School and had many accomplishments, including first place at regionals and qualified for state in advanced spreadsheet applications. He is, and I didn't know you could do this, it's really cool. Uh, He is Microsoft certified for Excel, Word, and PowerPoint, uh, which is awesome because I, that's, yeah, anyway, I don't even know how to use any of that. Uh, (laughs) And he was student counsel for two years. Landry plans to attend ASU. He received a car scholarship, and he will major in computer science and business. He looks forward to college and all the connections and opportunities he will have. God bless you, Landry. Congratulations. Next, Benjamin Jake Turney. Most call him Ben. Uh, Robert and Monica Turney are his parents. Ben is graduating from Central High School, and one of his favorite memories is getting baptized at Camp Victory two years ago with David, his best friend. Ben plans on becoming a firefighter after high school and is excited for the things he will get to do and the people he will get to meet. God will always be with you, Ben. Congratulations. (laughs) Kinsey Elizabeth Updegrove. Daughter to Sean and Jody Updegrove, she's our only graduate from Cristobal High School, so she gets to represent as well. In high school, she competed at state three years in a row for one-act play, and they won state, the state championship, last year. She was also in UIL and DECA for three years, as well as being the school's mascot. Kinsey plans to attend Lubbock Christian University to major in English. She's excited to see what God has in store for her. God is going to do amazing things with you. Congratulations. And only last, because we went alphabetically by last name, is Stephen Russell Valentine. His parents are Steve and Michelle Valentine. He is also graduating from Wall High School. Uh, This year he was awarded Grand Reserve Champion and Champion at the Tom Green County Ag Mechanics Show. He plans to attend Tarleton State University to study agriculture and consumer services. He's looking forward to the places and experiences he will get to go. God be with you, Stephen. Congratulations. So those are our seniors. Um, We have uh, actually two others that are in Guatemala right now. The seniors at Cornerstone take a mission trip, and so Hannah Slate and Gabby Buchanan uh, left Thursday and will be back next or this coming Thursday in Guatemala doing a mission. Um, So I want to extend my congratulations to them, and you can welcome them uh, when they come back uh, then. (laughs) 
So also, if you, if you came through that area, you definitely noticed, but if you happen to squeeze by in, in a back way, each senior has a table out in the foyer from, they set up yesterday, and they'll be here till next Sunday. If you'd like, go check it out. They're really cool, really awesome. They actually also have a signing journal uh, this year, which is a really cool thing that we put together, so they would love it if you went and wrote a little personal encouragement, blessing, prayer, um, or just congratulations. I think that they would really love that and cherish it for the years to come. Uh, Before we invite them back on stage, um, we have a little video from our new youth minister, Jason Creed. There, there are some really exciting things to come. Uh, Jason will be here on June 2nd, uh, which, is, which is coming up, and, and we'll get to spend the summer uh, with these guys, and I'm really excited for that. So would you guys come back up on stage, and I want to invite the elders to come join them, as surround them, as Lanny says a, a blessing over them, and then we will all stand and sing. <laughs> 